not able to live the life you need to live because of pesky issues like health, money, family, things that are killing your focus, begging you to procrastinate, or you're helping professional in the medical, social, or correctional system dealing with people you know have potential, but you just can't seem to reach them. Or maybe you have entrepreneurial aspirations, but can't seem to maintain the drive and the direction to make it happen. I'm Rich Jones, an RN, a certified life coach and health coach. Join me for Essential Change, the podcast, where we separate the self-help and motivational BS from what you really need to know and do to actually live your best lifestyle, your essential change. Welcome to another episode of Essential Change, the podcast. Today we're going to talk about little habits with huge results. So many people believe that they're just not motivated and they feel like they're destined to be failures. And, and that's, that's something that a lot of us deal with. But so many times the people that we are trying to help really have have those problems compounded. They feel destined to the same routines, the same realities, the same results. So in order to change a life, we need to get absolute control of the moment-to-moment changes that lead to daily changes that lead to new results. So what we need to do is realize that the enemy of change is the focus on the end results. And uh, these are opportunities for excuses. There's millions of excuses. We've heard a whole bunch of them, uh, some to note. uh, They're too old. We don't have to go through the old Colonel Sanders didn't start till after he was 60 thing. I think pretty much everyone knows in their hearts that their age is not a problem. You're only living now anyway. And that is something that we should always strive to have everybody understand that you are only living right now. So whatever your age or circumstances is, it, it, it really has nothing to do with your any desire to change because even when you're thinking about changing, you're not thinking about an excuse. You're thinking about changing at the time. Uh, talent. Some people are worried that they don't have the ability. They don't have the talent. Uh, we, we tell everyone all the time, that's a feeling that probably won't go away. We hate to break it to you, but it probably may not go away. The only thing you can do is gain confidence in the knowledge and you pick up. I think we talked about the last broadcast about being a lifelong learner. That helps with that feeling of, of talent when you you know and you understand that you've invested in the bank of yourself So and you've understand it. And as far as your background, a lot of times people's background does hold them back in the fact that they feel as though they are not worthy. They've been abused by people who have made them feel inferior. So a lot of times someone's background whether it be their race or where they were brought up, does have an effect on people. But it's only an excuse that is seen when you focus on the result in the future. A lot of times, uh, time, you don't have time, will be a a major thought in people's mind. They're so used to being rushed, rushed and pressured that they parlay that into a reason not to, to divert to the future instead of the present. Remember, the present is where we need to keep bringing everybody back to. We need to bring them back to the present. About 20 years ago, uh, I was working in long-term care, and I had a patient. Her name was Mary Sandon. I'll never forget her. She used to always tell me, Richard, 
It's later than you think. And she said that to me every day. She was in her early 90s at that time. And uh, she was quite involved in uh, the historical society of the county uh, that I lived in at the time, Salem County, New Jersey. She was uh, very, um, very involved in the preservation of uh, writings, artifacts. She had things in her possession. I got a chance. She shared a lot of them with me. Matter of fact, some of them I still have today. Some of the old writings and uh, early drawings of the uh, Fort Mott State Park. I still have some of those things that she gave me today. And she used to always lecture me on how as young as I was, never to assume that I had a lot of time left, always work diligently. I wish I was younger. I'd paid her more attention, but uh, that was her main motto. She said, Richard, it's later than you think. Every day she told me that, and I still hold that today. Now, when we talk about starting new habits and actually looking at our changes from the beginning and emphasizing on the beginning, emphasize on the start, it doesn't take that much time to actually start any new habit. So let's treat starting a new habit as though we were starting a new piggy bank. And just like money, we make it make it work for us. Now, there are four steps to getting habits to start to work for us or the people that we're trying to help. The first thing is we have to notice and honestly see the situation that's at hand. That's not always easy. And that's where a lot of times you can get some help from, you know, other people that are involved, friends, loved ones, yourself, if you're helping someone and have them to look at, look at the habit and how that habit can actually benefit them. Okay. What are the benefits? What, what, what is it going to do for them? Also take these habits now and really give that habit a, a an actual space and time in their lives. We can do this by taking these habits and taking these goals, what we're going to do and writing them down and dedicating, dedicating actual space in their lives toward that habit and then dedicate that habit to collaboration, to collaboration with, with others. It can be yourself as a helping professional. It could be family and friends, uh, but we want to dedicate that habit to an outside force. It's important to understand that so many times the people that you're dealing with do not lack motivation, as they say. They think they lack motivation and they lack dedication. A lot of times what they really lack is a, a clear vision, a clear vision of what, what, they really, what they really want. And they don't understand that that vision is enacted by those daily habits. The second aspect is really wanting it and physically doing something about it and setting yourself up for success. Uh, a lot of time that is simply done by manipulating the environment. Uh, prime example, when you look at a, a room, a living room, most living rooms are set up and all pointing at the television, not on, on TV, they're pointing at the fireplace. In real life, they're pointing at the television. What does this inspire? It inspires television watching. The same as if uh, you were trying to diet or increase, um, increase your health, and one day you have, instead of a bowl of uh, candy on the table, you have a bowl of fruit. That's setting your environment up for success. And so many times when we are adopting new habits, we wanted to pick some physical ways to set up that environment for success and increase 
and kind of ring that wanting bell. Now, thirdly, we want to emphasize actually doing the habit. It's extremely important to understand that any any discipline or any worthy goal is going to take what we would call repetitions. In other words, if I'm practicing a new habit, I know that I have to practice it a certain amount of times in order to be good at it. The easier the goal, the less times I have to practice. The harder the goal, the more times I have to practice. Uh, practice something a few times, complete novice. Practice it a thousand times, you become a master. Pretty much everything that we're looking or looking to do lies somewhere in that in that uh, in that realm between being a novice and a master. Remember, each time you practice or do a repetition of a habit, it's almost like you're giving yourself and your subconscious a vote of confidence. Each and every time you do it, it helps you to understand that you can do it, and it builds upon itself. And the fourth aspect is. Liking the new habit. Uh, the best way to like a new habit is to treat each repetition of the habit as though you are already being what you want it to be. In other words, do not think about, do not have the people that you're working with think about the end result. Remind them each and every time that they are performing the habit that they are what they want to be. That the the doing, the completing or the action of the habit is who and what they want to be. And it must be constantly enforced that that is, that is the goal. The doing and completing the habit is the goal. You want to be what you say you want to be, not worry about it in the future. Today, you are better because you are taking the steps to do that. The steps are being. So the main point I want to emphasize and make to you with this podcast um, for yourself or those that you're trying to help is that when we're looking at small habits, we want to emphasize the starting of the habit and the initiating of the habit instead of the the worrying about the result. And secondly, repetition is what creates identity. The constant repetition of those habits help to build a new identity. And this new identity will build the new life. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Essential Change, the podcast. Please go to secondstarts.com and get on my calendar. And uh, we can discuss for you or someone you're working with a custom uh, done-for-you planning, action, and strict accountability programs. And um, till next time, this is Richard Jones. Take care. Well, that's another episode of Essential Change, the podcast recorded in live. Please, guys, can you help me out? Give me a rating wherever you get your podcast so more people like you can find me. Find us. And let's spread the word to change lives from day one to day 1,000. You can find me on the web at secondstarts.com. That's spelled with number two, two N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S dot com. I've got a growing presence on Facebook, and I'm on LinkedIn, so please come find me. Thank you for another episode of Essential Change, the podcast. This was the way to go, and you put up your puppet show. I say cheers to life. No, I'll be no good man. Just give me a look.